Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, folks. There's a couple reasons I love sports, and the game Eli's about to play against the Cowboys is one of them. We got a lot of picks for you. We got sorry. Weird Mike's making some sort of gorilla mating noise. We'll tell him to stop. You ready for a big week? So are we. Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett. We're back for another big week in the NFL. We are back. We are home safe from the Ralph. Even though Voice of God was dressed like a Patri- Patriots fan. Uh, at one point wearing just boxers. It was a beauty day in Orchard Park. Uh, we're back. We all made it home alive. A bunch of tables didn't. If you're following us on Instagram, or if you're following uh, Brent Waits on Instagram, uh, you, 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 well, you saw some cool stuff. The Bills Mafia, you know what? It used to be a thing that occasionally happened. And now, because of social media and expectations, uh, it just has to. That crowd is, it's, it's Rome all over again. It's going down. Someone will go through a table. Anyway, we hope you guys like that. Voice of God, it's nice to have you back on the show. How you doing, bud? Lord? Uh, good to be here, first off. Um, yeah, a little worse for wear. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, the Lord drinks alcohol. That's why he invented it. You should, too. Uh, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a big Sunday down in Buffalo. Um, I, was, I was an excited Patriots fan seeing uh, my boys play live for the first time. So, yeah, I'm a little hoarse, uh, so bear with us. Uh, a big win, big win by your boys, which we unfortunately called on this show. One of my one pick that actually did go through on my suspected perfect week. Of course, like <laughs> is there really a, any ever doubt? Not especially at the. Uh, we're there. Tyrod's driving him down the field. This might be one of those games that I still think the Pats would sneak out, but uh, pick, but like and pick the uh, the good time we were having at the RV lot. Kind of mass the pregame hype that maybe me or you would have been accustomed to, you know. Well, there was guys jumping off RVs on uh, through tables, man. Oh One guy, God. the guy, the guy who did it off ours, uh, went leg first. Don't do that. If you've ever watched a you know a cage match in the WWE or anything, you go through that table with your shoulder side sort of hip area, like you're landing with your parachute uh, after skydiving. Both uh, both table jumpers did uh, walk away unscathed. Yes, so but, I mean they n- showered showered in cheap American beer, but unscathed mm-hmm. nonetheless. A little wet, a little wet. Yep, great times. If you've ever been to a uh, NFL football game, there's a couple different reasons why it's amazing. First of all, okay, picture like a, a wicked concert. There's seventy seven thousand plus because that's just how many of the stadium fits. A yeah. whole bunch of people just come out to tailgate. There's nothing higher than three stories for about five miles surrounding the stadium. It's the only thing you can see. And there's just a whole bunch of parking lots. And uh, good God, man, it's a great time. It's barbecuing. And, I mean, we make it sound crazy. The Bills Mafia Instagram makes it sound crazy. But, you know, if I had kids, I'd bring them. Hey, son, don't jump off RVs onto tables. But uh, anything yeah. else is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see that? Anything but that. Yeah. Go nuts. Other, in other news, though, I mean, uh, it was pretty much business as usual for uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots at the Ralph or at New Era Field. It's a new era at uh, the Ralph. Correct. As, as they say. Um, I've seen him throw. I was live with Nolan uh, watching. It was cold as far at this game, but the Bills were actually uh, making a run for it. It's funny. The Bills... They have such a long playoff drought, 18 years now, whatever it is. 17. The Rams, I mean, we've had some winning seasons and missed the playoffs by one Farvin game a whole bunch of times. The Rams haven't had a winning season since 03. I mean, that's awful. I mean, that's a whole type of Farvin awful. That I, good God. It's the Jeff Fisher effect. Imagine being a weatherman. Yeah, the Jeff Fisher effect. No more. <laughs> yeah. No more. Better days ahead. Yeah. If there's a Jeff, version, a Jeff Fisher version of yourself, go back to bed. Okay? <laughs> you, you deserve better, and so does everyone you're going to see that day. Um, but, yeah, the Bills, uh, good God. Like, yeah, we, you know, we've come close to making the playoffs. There was that, there was that one game. Uh, me and Ola were at. We watched the Patriots. It was their perfect season. It was 07. They came. They'd shifted the, the game to Sunday night football. Bills, Patriots. Mm. I think they were going for, like, 12-0 and 11-0. and Randy Moss caught four touchdowns yeah. in the first half. Yeah, it was the first half. It was amazing. I'm a big Moss fan. What are you going to do? I, I honestly told Philip, like, I love this. I've never seen a franchise, the Bills, in a perpetual state of 
What's next? Seriously? Seriously. By the way, Peterman was in the game. What's next for the draft? What's next at quarterback? Who's our DC? I don't think they have answers for any of those what's next questions. They are farved. Okay, get, hey, I lo- look, Bills fans, I'm a Bills fan. Shady McCoy, save your career, man. Get out of here, okay? <laughs> save the last few years, straight up. Yeah, yeah, we like Shady. Um, yeah, but good God, he, just get out. He's a really talented guy, but the, uh, it's going to take a few years here in Buffalo. Uh, You're not there for the weather. You're not yeah. there for the women or yeah. the winning. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, anyway, Shady, uh, you know, if, if I'm a family member right now, I'm saying get out. But hey, it was a great day to be in Buffalo. It was plus eight. Oh, baby. Voice of God wasn't wearing pants. I wasn't wearing a shirt. Thank God Weird Mike was. Just to clarify, I was wearing pants <laughs> in a bathing suit format uh, that also had the American flag on them. Hey, that's, um, yeah, not trying to get arrested here. <laughs> we, we did have pants on. Yes. No Ben McAdooing. By the way, uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, we are fired up for another big week. Uh, just thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, bonjour, Priviet, Ni Hao. How's your barn? All right. Uh, thanks for being a Look Who's Talker. We appreciate the support. We love all the comments. We're going to do our best mail of the week, or sorry, best message of the week we get, either on our Look Who's Talking Facebook page or our Who's Talking Instagram account, spelled H U apostrophe S. Um, this week, we were pointed out for another idiot thing that we did last week. By the way, the mail of the week last week was Phil Nolan pointing out that I have to run a half marathon because Ben McAdoo benched Eli Manning when he was healthy. So where are we at with that? I understand there was uh, some mini progress yeah. oh, this I got a, week. I got Canadian me. triathlete Mike Morrison helping me out. And we're putting on a, a bit of a pace. He thinks I could do this, but I mean, he's a bit of an optimist and so am I. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, went for a little Toronto run today. Did just under 4K in a pace that I was slightly impressed with. But I am a long ways away from a half marathon in two months. It is. It is 21 kilometers. Um, but I mean, I've I've done runs with you before. Yes. It was a questionable decision that we did. But yes. uh, Jeff and I once ran a charity 5K. Um, yeah, it was kind of a decision. Late. <laughs> Earlier um, in the morning, I guess, later that night, I should say. And, yeah, it was 5K, and Jeff didn't plan on running it. He was supposed to host it. Yeah. And ended up running it barefoot. <laughs> no joke. So five kilometers. And I had running shoes on, and he was, he was you know, coaching me uh, through the last, you know, kilometer or so. So we you, stayed, you've got it in you, man. Me and Steve stayed. I believe. Me and Steve stayed neck and neck with you, but then you ran up to Snapchat with someone from the pop-up shop at SWS. Uh yeah, I did 5K barefoot, and it was kind of a hilly. It's the Muskoka Rocks race for Camp Uchigais, and, uh, you know. Hot asphalt. Yeah, and uh, we were at the barnyard there. We walk up the hill, and anyway. So, yeah, I think I can do this, but I'm going to. Uh, uh, we I believe got, in you, Jeff. Yeah. I need the pressure more than anything. Just don't let me off this. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll apply the peer pressure. Get the uh, the second angle. You know, you got the athlete pressure. If you just promise no gorilla mating s- sounds or inappropriate stretching in front of windows before the show. Their voice warm-ups. I'm going to clear the cords, clear the pipes, get the air flowing. Yeah. Weird Mike, that's going to be your thing now, okay? Whenever we're going to your weird pick, we're going to get a bunch of apes answering back. Huck <laughs> Media, think we could do that? I don't think you can do Hot that. Hot media can do anything, all right? I don't think you can do that. Yeah. We're going to find you at George of the Jungle, bud. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. Look, we had a big week. About half the, uh, half the NFL got suspended. Um, some awesome football. Some dirty football. But, uh, man, we are two-thirds of the way through the season. Where else would you rather be than talking about football? We're going back to the voice of God, who sounds like he also took Sunday off. <laughs> it's the seventh day. You should. With news that matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. And the news that matters. It was suspension week in the NFL. A lot of uh, lot of dirty plays and some suspensions handed out as a result. Starting with Mr. Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots. Uh, there was an interception late in the game. He was a bit agitated that he hadn't been getting some pass interference calls, which I will say... I feel like there are a separate set of rules for him. He's a big guy. He's like Shaq. You're not going to get calls. Anywho, he took his frustrations out on Buffalo cornerback Tredavious White and kind of body slammed him and threw his arm into his head. It was ugly. I love Gronk, but 
you're farved up. When man. you're the size of an oak tree, you can't slam your shoulder into a guy's head. He's he's got a concussion. Yeah, he's in concussion protocol. Gronk I'll, is a weapon. Also uh, love Gronk, but yeah, six. I was rocking my Gronk jersey, but uh, ugly day. But he he made some great plays earlier in the day. Gronk's uh, like a dog. They like is awesome. You know, six and a half days of the week, and then like you know, just but then he ate, lays he, a big farvin dump, you know, right on your rug. Yeah, he ate the uh, the the food off the table <laughs> for the dinner party for your boss coming over. Yeah, Gronk, he messed up hard. Gronk, that's but not you love him. That's not where you're, and we love him. That's and not where you're uh, he'll be sitting out next, or sorry, this uh, Monday night football against the Dolphins. So as a Patriots fan, I'm not overly worried. They'll uh, they'll make they'll make it through the Dolphins, but uh, some other suspensions handed out. Uh, Monday night football. Got ugly. The uh, classic AFC North battle of Cincy and the Steelers. A lot of, lot of dirty plays, a lot of uh, ugly hits. And yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster, actually. My boy, Juju Smith. He, he uh, laid out perfect. Absolutely demolished Vontez Perfect, which I have nothing but good things to say about that because Vontez Perfect is hands down the dirtiest player in the NFL. And... For real, that didn't get talked about enough in the past few days. Like, perfect. I mean, or at least, like, you know, today. Perfect is perfect. He's far and dirty. I mean, he's awful. Injured he, Antonio Brown. In, in like, the was that in the playoffs or before the playoffs? In the playoffs. Because one thing we haven't talked about this year is that they didn't have Antonio, the Steelers did not have Antonio Brown for that playoff game against New England last year. And if they do, I mean, there's this is a non-quarterback injury that's way more important. Anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later. So yeah, um, handed out today. Juju Smith will be sitting out uh, next week's game with one game suspension. Also, another suspension in that game. Safety on the Bengals. George, I'm going to butcher this. Loca, Loca. I don't know. Yeah. Safety. Eloca. 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 <laughs> um, that's the first time everyone has heard that name. Um, yeah, he uh, he smoked Antonio Brown in the end zone on a touchdown catch. I don't know how he still ca- he caught it fresh and then uh, came in high with a nice head hit. Yo, he went head hunting like he was at Hooker Harvey's in a miniskirt. It was awful. Yeah, so, I, th- I hate that. I hate that play. That's yeah. like I'm I'm gonna try to kill you. That is, yeah. My head is a weapon, and it might not. I might not feel it at the time. Yeah, I might not be able to write my name down in 20 years. I'm going to turn myself into a cruise missile and just launch launch at you. Yeah, gutty play. So, that, I mean, that's kind of where the league is going, and they have to. Um, you know, CTE, brain injuries are a big thing. So he's going to be sitting out one more week. Players got blood on their hands and their minds. Can't get it off. It, it's going to be more of it to come. These two teams have been playing dirty games for like three, four, five, six years. The same group of players. I feel like, again, that kind of gets ignored in the current uh, broadcasting of the games and stuff like I, it's not. Don't take heated rivalries in the in the AFC North as a sign of like where football's all going. Anyway, but uh, but, but they, yeah, I like the suspension call and uh, Juju Smith. I think not. He didn't get the head to head. It was just basically hitting a defenseless player, right? Did uh, did Roethlisberger like inadvertently start a gang? Like he was like, "Yo, AFC North football." I don't think. And, I don't yeah, think so. and and. <laughs> The reporter's like, excuse me? He's like, you heard me. AFC North football. She's like, that's it? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's basically Tomlin. Tomlin's excuse, just like you know, anyone else, when, when they don't win perfect, that Steeler classic way we talked about, is in like, yeah. Could be a rally cry. It, you know what? That's what they do, though. Defensive coaches, don't, don't, they don't even want to win by 30 points every game. You know? Anyway. Some other news. Mr. Ben McAdoo has officially been relieved of his duties as head coach of the New York Giants. And will be serving as a janitor at an elementary school. <laughs> I hope not. Quite some time. do a background check. But uh, yeah, he will forever be remembered as ruining Eli's Iron Man streak and his pervy new haircut he got. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, it, when, when, when you think hair gel is going to save your job, you're already fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, I mean, you can't say this came to a surprise to anyone. We all saw this coming. Giants are in search of a new GM as well. And as of now, they currently hold the second overall draft pick in next year's draft, which, I mean, they got to be looking for a quarterback. But You'd have to assume, but again, this is, a, this is the Giants owners being kind of taking themselves away from the Manning benching. They got so much backlash, as we called on this show, uh, 
in a way that's that's beyond like what's smart for the team. This is this was just the, the fans. This is everyone. You you heard what everyone yeah. was saying. And uh, coming up at the Giants' schedule, they have three remaining home games. This is totally the fans obviously hate Ben McAdoo, so you know they they want to fill the stands. They want to you know turn the page. So it's I get it. It makes sense for every reason, really. So long overdue, but it's official now. Ben McAdoo looking for work. Don't hire him. Don't hire him. Yeah. <laughs> Is that hair gel thing real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh oh. Right when the rumors start, yeah, yeah. You gotta lay off, man. <laughs> Half a bottle per day is uh, not enough. And I'm a hair gel aficionado. Some other news that matters. There is a new number one seed in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings. Jeff, can you please finally give them an ounce of respect? Come on. Yeah. Yes. You know what? Oh, when in doubt, Deion Sanders. Let some genius go every now and then. He always said that Coach Zimmer, when he was the defensive backs coach during the Dallas glory years, he always said Coach Zimmer was the smartest coach ever played for. He continues to say that every, literally every time the Vikings get brought up. Uh, and I should have listened. I haven't seen this all year. It's the untalented guys performing at their best at all times and their defensive line and their secondaries playing out to lunch. They are the number one defense in football. I don't care. I don't give me that. I saw it. Don't give me it. that Jacksonville crap. Um, yeah, they're the best defense. They're lights out. Yeah. I mean, Case Keenum, yeah, he might not be the uh, the guy that you want, but he's getting the job done. And, yeah, they're sitting top of the NFC. Okay, but just between me and you, voice of God, Lord, all right, and we're not going to say our father first, but I want some truth. Gun to your head. Are they one of the top six teams? Like, are they one of the top eight teams? Yeah? But six. I mean, They're okay. top six are they in making, the league. Are they making an NFC conference game? Gun to your head. Are they making an NFC, NFC championship game? Yes. Ooh. I don't, I don't want to shoot you. We'll bring some water guns on for the playoffs, all right? <laughs> but yet. Sponsored by Super Soakers. All they have to do is win one game to get to the NFC title game. Maybe. There's a couple games left. So yeah, as it's Eagles, Rams, look, look, they got they, yeah, they're a little away from running the table. Do you remember when the Chiefs were five and oh? They are six and six. They have pro bowlers on every level of that you, defense. You guys were laughing at me. Ugly football in the winter here. It's coming up. Who is Adam Thielen? He looks like a hockey player. Thielen. <laughs> okay, and I didn't even I wasn't I wasn't present last week, but apologies to all the listeners who had to suffer through LeGarrette Blount. Come on, man. Come on, man. And we talked to LeGarrette. He's a friend a of the U, show. With a U. No. Yeah. Not yet. Hopefully, maybe. Um and after an eventful week, that was the news that mattered. Oh, thank you, voice to God. It's nice to have you back on the show. I don't gotta just talk to this weird freak the whole time uh although you know what mike we had a great time last week uh your weird pick uh you know didn't work out so good i didn't exactly go perfect sometimes we might need uh the younger not necessarily wiser uh but definitely taller voice of god at our side <laughs> um look i want to talk about something there's a reason i love sports and it's because things happen in sports in front of all of our eyes they you don't really get the chance for in other forms of life. Let me give you an example. The Giants, you know, Eli, he got fired by his boss, okay? Just like it happens to everyone in life all the time. You get fired by your boss. And you know what you're thinking on the way out? Man, someone should fire that guy, you know? I just punched the mic really hard. Wow. Ow. I'm okay, though. Some in-studio entertainment. Five more trigger fingers. The only thing that worries me. Owie. Um, anyway, Eli got fired by his boss. Got prom uh, demoted for Geno Smith. Just like you in real, real life, you might get fired. And you're on your way out being like, you know what? My boss didn't get for firing me. He should get fired. And not just fired, but fired for firing me. Okay? Eli has also been named the starter this week. Okay? By the basically the president, because there's no GM and no coach right now. There's an, they've uh, yes. Either way, Eli's been named the starter. He's home to the Dallas Cowboys, their rival. All of the New York Giants faithful hated this maneuver and the way that it played out. They didn't announce Davis Webb starting, the one guy all of New York hasn't seen. Okay, they seen Geno Smith in the same stadium. Ben just watched some tape. I'm not saying he's awful, but he's not the future. Davis Webb, guess what? He's not the future. This is New York. You just had Eli for 14 years. I don't care how good Davis Webb, he would have been somewhere else. Correct. You don't need a backup. 
Assuming the role. Let's you need just, a new star. Sure. Let's, you could even just sit everyone else. Give Eli no one, okay? So that you can get Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen. But you, you, you owed it to him and the Giants faithful to wear their Giants Eli Manning with pride that your organization treated him with pride. So that there's no ugly thing. It didn't need to happen. You're two and nine. You need a new quarterback. All right? Stop joking around. But either way, Eli's coming back on an absolutely meaningless game. But you know what's beautiful about millionaires and spite? It's all they have. All right? I read Perlman's oh, Favre book. Wow. He, I swear, he only came back because the, Parkers, the Packers didn't want him back. That's it. Basically it. I mean, he had just come off statistically his best season ever, his last season as a Packer, threw an interception to the New York Giants, which robbed us of Favre versus Brady for the perfect season in 2007. Anyway, he came back literally just because he sensed the Packers. It's an ego thing. All right, Favre's not perfect. I read the book. I, look, I love him for different reasons now, but he's not perfect, not, all, not at all. Now, listen, he got, it took a year. He went to the Jets for this bullshit. Then he, he said, he told his agent, I want to go to the Vikings. I want to go to the Vikings. He retires from the Jets does some sort of NFL bull, bullshit trickery, gets to the Vikings, and he comes back for a game none of us will ever forget, whether you're a Fire fan or not, because he got to play uh, Aaron Rodgers, his replacement, the guy that he sort of got fired for, at least shown the door, and he beat him twice that season, and it wasn't even close. And he said it was the most fun he ever had. All right? Now, is, does that mean he's the best guy ever? No. But that's sports. That's guys that have made over $150 million, and that's spite and respect. And let me tell you something. I think Eli is going to have one of those games this Sunday. I see it from the money standpoint. He's not playing for his pride and his legacy. He wants another three-year, $78 million no, deal. No, it was the streak, man. This is what you missed. This is what you missed when I talked about it last week. It's the streak. And this is what you missed. I and was I, here every week. Either way, okay? What, what you didn't deem is important, all right? And, and the streak, okay. you, for 14 years, 10 of which McAdoo wasn't even around for, you played hurt. You played injured. You won two Super Bowls. You played in one of the coldest games ever against Brett Favre's best go as a Packer and beat him at ever. Lambeau. And you hit, man, him and Plaxico Burst were on fire that night. It's a little NFL history for you. Either way. Just like Favre versus Rodgers, okay? Just like Gretzky versus the Oilers on the Kings. Just like, uh, uh, just like the Favre Manning, Favre Brady we never saw. And it's, the reason it's so special is because oftentimes we don't get to see it, all right? Uh, uh, LeBron versus Golden State last year uh, or, or two years ago before Durant got there. That revenge series, that was amazing. Uh, even on a smaller scale, Chad Pennington when Favre replaced him on the Jets, and he was the Jets quarterback for like six years, and signed with the Dolphins, comes back at the end of the season in the last game of the year and beats the Jets for the last playoff game in New York. Anyway, this, this shit happens in football, and, for, and it's not just doesn't just get to happen to you. You don't get to come back after your boss fired you, then he gets fired from his boss. His boss says, yeah, you know what? That he's an idiot. You come back and play and get to prove them all wrong in front of 90,000 people live and like 50 million people worldwide. How much would you love to do that? Eli's going to have a party with a bunch of Giants receivers we've never heard of in a magical game. Dak Prescott, welcome to New York. You put a late bow on that. Yeah. But it was there. Hey, anyway, that moves us right into the truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Of the week, folks, football and in life, be yourself. Don't try to be anyone else. There's only one like you. And if it's working so far, if it got you to this place of competition or wherever you are in life where you're wondering, man, where do I pull it from? Just be you. Be yourself. You're awesome. Philadelphia Eagles, you're awesome. But on Sunday night football, you got scared. You've been the number one offense all year. You beat teams by 28 points four weeks in a row. It was fourth and one. You're in Seattle. You're the better team this year. All right? You've never even faced the old Seattle teams. Carson Wentz, second year. Doug Peterson, coach, second year. All right? What were you scared of? It was fourth and one. It was the fourth quarter. You're in Seattle territory. You punt. 
Carson Wentz looks at the coach like, are you crazy? This isn't who we are. They punt. They did it again later in the game. And you know what? It set the trend the entire game. In fact, not going for those points before the half, the exact points you needed at the end, you knew it was over the whole game. By the way, Carson Wentz made a throw that was one of the most incredible throws I've seen in years. Yeah. Falling down, like it was a 47-yard, 50-yard bomb, the Lord just told me. Um, wow. Anyway, true of the week, if the Eagles had been themselves, they would have won. They were the better team. Russell Wilson is, an, is a special quarterback. He has it. But so is Carson. I think Philadelphia, minus maybe Bobby Wagner, uh, is a better team right now. Russ made it happen. But it shouldn't have been the way. Carson Wentz missed a couple throws. A little bit nervous in Seattle. Give the kid a break. But truth of the week, weird Mike. Just like weird Mike. I'm listening. Wears yellow sunglasses with all of his Bills gear. That's who he is. All right? People were digging the shades. People were digging the earmuffs. Don't kid yourself. Digging or at least. Nibbles everywhere. Curious. Everywhere. Yeah, you have to stop biting people. That's <laughs> not a biter. Definitely not a biter. Truth, Take that back. True of the week. Be yourself. You're awesome. Philadelphia, rest of the season, be yourself. Look, just a little story for you. Saints, Colts. Bunch of years ago, when the Saints won the Super Bowl, both were perfect. Okay, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but it's important. The Saints, you know what? We want to win every game. Some football, sometimes you get hurt. We're going to try to win every game. They ended up losing. The Colts had actually been in this position before. And played the safety card, and about week 13, they were 13-0. and They started pulling players. Second quarter, they pulled players against the Jets. They lost. They ended up losing to the Saints in the Super Bowl, and what I believe is be yourself karma. All right? Don't farve yourself up. You're awesome. You're farving awesome. Uh, yeah, that's the truth of the week. Be yourself, Philly, and everyone else in the league. Know your identity and rock it, because uh, if you try to be someone else, you're not unique anymore, and you're beatable. All right, you guys ready for some Hugh picks? I'm uh, moved by that truth of the week, man. Good. Should be. Just for the record, uh, Phillies only beat one team with a record above 500. They're good, but how good are they? We don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. You know what? So, just, like, just like the Vikings, okay? That's why, yeah, that's why they dropped in every power rankings this week. That's, Pats at number one. Yeah, that's why. These are the same power rankings, your glorious power rankings. I've said, I've said it's minor, a recency bias. Mine are better. Uh, these are the same power rankings that Kansas City number one for about four weeks in a row. All right? Power rankings are what team does the public think's the best right now? It's what have you done for me lately? The Vikings ain't going to win the Super Bowl. I'll run a full marathon if they do four months later. All right? Wow. There we wow. go. I am suddenly cheering for the Case Vikings. Keenum is impressive. Thielen is impressive. He's like a tall Welker, a bit slower, but just as smart. Uh, he's interesting. Uh, I, they're not doing it. And if... Case Keenum is not, there's too many good quarterbacks that are going to make the playoffs. You're not going to get by whoever makes that of the AFC. Uh, and, man, I, I, look, they're, they're better than I gave them credit for. I've been wronging them a, a lot this year. But they are the Tennessee Titans. They are Jeff Fisher's Tennessee Titans. From nine years ago, they were 13-0. They lost their first playoff game. Never knew it was going to happen to the Ravens. Let's go ahead and put an out clause, one week out clause on that declaration, okay? Vikings ain't winning the put Super Bowl. Vikings ain't winning the Super Bowl. Put it in sand. Okay. Ready? Moving on to Hugh Picks. Here we go. You. All right. Our gold pick this week. Our gold pick this week. We're pretty fired up about it. Uh, we went three and six last week. We gave you nine picks or over under hit on Monday Night Salvage. A little bit of freedom. Uh, but you know what? This happens in life. I like my picks last week. I stand by them. The Chiefs should have beat the Jets. Falcons should have beat the Vikings. Uh, but you know what? That's football. It happens. I stand by my picks. And uh, I stand by them this week. We're still above 500 for the year. And that was our first week sub 500 in five weeks. We're going to get back on a roll this week. We got the Oakland Raiders plus four in Kansas City. Okay? Kansas City, if they win, it's going to be tight. Because Oakland's defense performing a lot better than the Chiefs. Chiefs' defense couldn't stop the Jets last week. They're going to have a lot of problems stopping Oakland. Uh, Alex Smith is really facing some heat in Kansas City. And for good, for good reason. The weather's not getting any better. It's actually supposed to drop this weekend. As the snow falls, the Raiders move forward with an outright win. I'm calling it. But uh, take the spread just to be safe. But uh, the Raiders are going to win this week, and I think they're going to win that division. I've seen the Chargers do this before. They fall off. Six of Rivers 
kids get sick. You know, it's winter. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, he always cares about football right now. Raiders are healthy at the right time. Got to get Amari Cooper back. Lynch figured out how to run the ball again. 124 yards. Yeah, Lynch. Yeah. Uh, National treasure. We're taking the Oakland Raiders plus four gold pick. Silver pick is the Washington Redskins plus six against those very Los Angeles uh, Chargers. I think I just call them San Diego again. So does everyone in the world. You shouldn't have left San Diego, you barbed idiots. Because nobody cares. Nobody ever will. The Rams are awesome. And River's going to retire after he has his 11th child. Redskins plus six. Look, this team still has uh, lost six games this year. Okay. Uh, six points. The most they've been favored by anyone who's not named the Cleveland Browns. I think this is too much. Yeah, again, the Bills win two weeks ago with Nathan Peterman throwing five picks has inflated uh, the overscoring L.A. Chargers. Keep in mind, they've been losing or winning by field goals for the first half of the year. This looks like a field goal game to me with a desperate Washington Redskins team. Kirk Cousins underrated. You know what? He could be the Chargers quarterback next year uh, or two years from now. Whenever Rivers gets out of there after his 11th child, moving on to the bronze pick. No, Philip needs that. Uh, he doesn't Phillip needs that payday, man. You can say you got eight kids, eight sets of Jordans, eight private schools, eight riding lessons. I think Philip's done pretty well He's for going, himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll take one more contract. Yeah, okay. Cousins to the Chargers isn't happening, but hey, someone's going to be the Broncos quarterback. Maybe Cousins to the Broncos. Uh, Elway likes those veterans, you know? Or Eli, I know you're about to say that. You're like, no, no. Don't no, touch no. the mic that aggressively. Okay, our bronze pick this week is, yes, the New York Giants at home to the Cowboys in the Magic Eli game. Yes, the Cowboys are desperate, but I've been watching NFC East football for a long time. And uh, yeah, man, Eli hasn't been this determined to win a game since the last Super Bowl against the Patriots. You just took the streak away from him when he was healthy. He's going to make you pay for that. Unfortunately, you, he's going to make pay. That's Dallas. Uh, I don't like Dak uh, without Zeke. He's just not hes not as accurate as he used to be. I also think Des Bryant's having an off year. Some of these are drops. Some of these are just bad routes. And uh, he's, leaving, he's leaving Dak out to dry a little bit. I like it. Giants plus four. Home dogs. Eli's going to have a game for the ages. So those are our Hugh Picks. You. We are over 500 for the year, and we're going to roll this week. Going to give you my over-under pick right now. Dallas Giants over 41 and a half in Eli's uh, season game. Of all of them, he'll win this one, and uh, he doesn't care about Sam Darnold. Keep that in mind. He does not give two farves about where they pick next year. What's your record again? My record is uh, 38 36 and 2. 38, 36 and 2. After a 3 and 6 week last week, I gave you 9 picks. I'm giving you 7 this week. So you took one on the chin and you stayed above 500. You got it, bro. That's what you got to do. Not a boy. Yeah. Not a boy. And Voice of God is back this week. Okay. We didn't have the Lord on our side. You okay? you yeah. Yeah. It was a fishy week to go hooking for nine. I don't know if you guys like Star Wars, a really stupid uh, like video. I do not. Okay. Well, I know you don't. We don't even like text messaging. Um, Anyway, there's like some stupid video of the guy who designed like the Death Star explaining how he made a perfect design of the Death Star. He didn't know space wizards were going to fly in and shoot some magical shot. Anyway, check it out. You want to say something about this wizard bullshit? Anyway, may the force be with you, weird Mike, when you got yellow shades on. You might need it. it. Uh, All right, moving on to our section sponsored by good Canadian boy Justin Bieber. Sponsorship dollars come in yet? Uh, no, we're, we are still waiting for them. We, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, we'll hit them up. We, in the D- we, we'll hit them up in the DMs. Right. Right. Friend of the show and uh, customer at Muskoka Flyboard. Good flyer. But we can't just keep giving you all this right you know, this free ad space. Right. But I mean, okay? hey, we got a lot of people barking down hey, our door. Kids living his dream. Okay. You know, so are we. But uh, I, I mean, he gets a lot of hate. Look, we're if too- someone gave me two hundred fifty million dollars when I was seventeen, I'd make some mistakes. You should have seen what I did with twenty five dollars. Okay. <laughs> So, Bieber, we love you. But we are sorry. Sorry. Eli, they had to go through that. Some c- guy who's going to get arrested for groping people at the cinema, Ben McAdoo, and a GM on the way out, for some reason had the power to bench you after 200 and 
15 straight games. It's embarrassing. I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for the Cowboys because uh, look, they're going to take the brunt of this in Eli's game of the year. Story behind that. That's just two. One person takes down Eli. It's crazy. No, not one person. Two. That's why they fired two. Oh, the Mara family's better than that, and they realize this is a move that didn't have their touch on it. Yeah, it reeks. Yeah. It reeks of those two with the contacts they have and games they would have lost. And they and took out the garbage. Wow. Cool it on this. <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> cool it on this pity party for, e- for Eli, okay? Oh my God, poor Eli. Let's send him donations. The guy's made like $150 million, he has two Super Bowl rings. The guy's, his career is nearing an end. Yep. Okay, so that's a fact. Yep. And they gave him the option. They said, Eli, we can have you start the rest of the games this year, but you're going to come out in the second half so we can lose and get this pick. And he said no. He turned that down. So he is not this gospel choir boy that everyone thinks he is, okay? He had a, de- he had a decision. He cho- that's an embarrassing proposition. I think he's more of a choir boy than you even think. I look, look, he was almost crying, okay? He's a 36-year-old man. When the reporters were asking about it, he was almost crying. I'm not, I'm not saying I feel sorry for him. <clears throat> this isn't a pity party. Here's what I'm saying, okay? They did it wrong. There's a classy way to do it, and the streak was everything, okay? If you didn't have the streak, none of this matters. Yeah, you want to sit me down the rest of the year? I'll stay healthy for a new contract next year. This streak meant everything to him because it's so respected amongst his peers and everyone who's ever played football because it's a brutal game. As we saw last night on Monday Night Football, it's a brutal game and guys are trying to take you out at all times. Could there be a movement to like have this stricken from the record book? That's what I'm saying. Or something it's like that, that's you know? stupid. Anyway, we are sorry to Eli for that. Voice of God, one more. Well, more. No, okay. He is, he is in second place. He's got a silver medal in the streak. No one will ever touch that record. And he's not an all-time great. Like, he's not Favre. Give Favre that record. Or he earned it. I'm, we're not giving him anything. Favre, Eli, okay? Like, if you think Favre's streak's impressive, Eli's is also impressive. It's the second he's longest been a one. low-average quarterback since 2013. That is inaccurate. Look at the stats. That... Uh, doesn't Philip Rivers like? Isn't he barking up that two ten streak? I think Philip Rivers started like one hundred and eighty nine games, so he's gonna probably stick around long enough to stick it to Eli. And they have that draft day trade. We'll get stats later. Check it. Eli's got two Super Bowls. That. He beat the Patriots in two thousand seven. He's beaten a lot of teams that you guys don't even remember. I said to you last week that I'd give you two hundred and ten dollars for the twenty one kilometers that you had to do before New Year's Eve. Yeah. That was the amount of games Eli Manning started. I know. Dollar for dollar. I know. I know. You got to do this, man. Let's do it. Anyway, everyone's an idiot who thinks this wasn't just the most classless thing ever. They're two and nine. The season didn't matter. They've already seen Gino. Davis Webb ain't the guy. If you think this is a good decision, well, I don't want to work for you either, especially for 13 years every farvin day. If someone, if I, if, look, here's the whole thing, okay? No one's going to tell me when to retire. Maybe someone will tell you guys when to retire. No one's telling me when to retire. If that's an ego, then I got one. Uh, we are sorry. Sorry. The Bills. Uh, playoff hopes pretty much dash. You're not mathematically out yet, but you know what? You know what? It's never really looked bleaker. Uh, I, think, I think this is the start of a rebuild that hasn't even happened yet, and it's bad. I was sitting first row, three deck. Shout out Royal. Season seats, watching Tyrod Taylor getting wheeled out. I feel bad for everyone in your section. His head uh, buried under like four towels, and it was like he was never coming out. We had 37 passing yards with like four minutes left in the third quarter. Okay, the Tyrod Taylor era is over, and actually see what the coaches were talking about a couple weeks ago when they put Peterman in because he throws a little more zip on his ball, confidence to throw down the field. Yeah, it was garbage time, but you know what? Honestly... Tyrod had his chance, man. 37 yards in the third quarter. By the way, for everyone sitting in Mike's and Weird Mike's section, we, you see what we mean by the stretching now. There was how many complaints? Two. Two complaints. One just about excessive yawning. <laughs> yawning with a big stretch that required a guy from five rows up. I had the rail right in front of me, man. It was like this Taylor May little stretch cage. So we're sorry about that, too. Uh, we are sorry. Sorry. Coach Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings. We didn't give you credit all year. Thank you. But uh, 
I still don't think you're going to win the Super Bowl. I've bet a half marathon on it. So if you do, can you send some running shoes over? <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, Case Keenum, good on you. You're probably going to make the Pro Bowl. And uh, we'll, see where, we'll see where this goes. But whoever you're facing in the playoffs, I'm going to pick the other team. And I'll go down like that. That's, uh, that's me, though. Unless some... Yeah, you know, anyone in the NFC, I'll, pick, I'll be picking against you in the playoffs. And we are sorry, sorry for last week's picks, but we're making up for it with this week's picks. Welcome to football. There's always another game, always another down. Huck Media, there's always another November for your beautiful mustache. Musty Hawkerson, check out our Facebook page. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, uh, to look who's talking for those of you that already did. A couple weeks ago, we cracked 1K. We're almost up to 2K. And uh, you know what? That's okay. We're having a good day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Weird Mike, you got your pick? I'm going to triple down on this week's pick. Cue the gorilla noises. (laughs) Perfect. I'm going to do some gorilla math. I got uh, 3-7-1 record. 3-7-1. 3-7-1. He's actually picking a lot better in the games that aren't his weird pick. I'll give him that. For so those I'm, of- I'm actually doubling down on that exact notion. Thank you, Hugh. Yeah, but so your weird have- picks are far and awful, so please give someone to pick against there this week. There needs to be a merge of money and weirdness, and it's going down with the Baltimore Ravens. Plus five, putting five hundo on it. Hundred bucks a week, it's blast back to even. Okay, so you're weird. No, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. There you go. Weird, your weird pick of the week is the Baltimore Ravens plus five. Baltimore Ravens plus five at Pittsburgh, Sunday night football. Steelers short week, suspension, absolute war on Monday night. I was home last night. I watched every play, pouring rain. Ben was on the sideline. They put a split screen on him with the kick. And I had never actually seen this. They had a camera just on the player and three quarters of the screen on the field goal. And I'm like, are they going to switch off? And they didn't. And Ben was praying that this game didn't go to overtime. He knew what a taxing victory this was. They were down 17-0, 20-10. The only time they led was the end of the game. Now on a short week, in comes their even fiercer rival on a mini roll, getting five. Putting five. You know what? To be, to be fair, it's probably the most sense you've made in uh, your weird pick in a while, although I liked Atlanta a couple weeks ago. But not this week. Let me tell you something. The Steelers cover that spread against Cincy, violent game or not. Are you still as confident? No. They've been smoking teams for a couple weeks now, and this is the one Cincy team. Monday night winners. Monday night winners. It's tough. Back-to-back division games. One on the road. I'm telling you. All right. Here's the thing with I'm, me, though. I'm loading up. Your marathon run has inspired. I, I, my running's inspired yeah, you to my pick running, Baltimore? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the five bills. All right. Either way. Okay. So you're taking... Weird Mike's pick uh, is Baltimore Ravens plus five on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to post the pick of the bet Sunday after dinner. Look for it. All right. Grab uh, some. Keep in mind, he's 3-7-1. So if averages or anything, pick the Steelers. There you go. We're Mike. Uh, we're moving right into our Hugh picks. We got three more for you. Coming at you hot. QOB Trice. You! All right. Okay, our, our fourth pick this week. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals just got embarrassed on national, on uh, primetime football. Came back. They lost. They were up by 10. By the way, uh, we live bet that game, Steelers, when they were down by 10. As we told you to do, whenever there's explosive teams, they're down uh, by 10, even up to 13. They're only two scores away. If there's five minutes left, you can do it. Value's often there. We are taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus five and a half uh, at home this week. We like them. You should too. They're a talented team. They're just starting to get figured out. Unfortunately, Joe Mixon got uh, farved up a bit last night. Too bad. He was a really good prop pick for anyone who got farved there. He was at 57 yards. He had 38 with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. And he looks like he was, he's their primary back now. He's a punk because of what he did uh, back in Oklahoma. 
But he's a good runner, and he can actually catch the ball, too. He's going to be a weapon for them in a long time, which we predicted on this show four weeks ago. Our fifth pick this week is the Philadelphia Eagles plus three at the L.A. Rams. We got last year's one and two quarterbacks in the draft. Carson Wentz at number two versus Jared Goff and the L.A. Rams at number one. I like Carson better. I'll take the plus three points. Uh, in what will probably decide who's getting the bye between these two teams. It's going to be a great game. I don't think Carson's losing two weeks in a row. The guy doesn't lose football games. Goff lost a lot of games at Cal. Hey, they're looking great. Don't get me wrong. The LA Rams look real good. But uh, the Eagles gave that game to Seattle more than Seattle earned it the other night. And I'm taking uh, the, the, who I think is still uh, the better quarterback. And I'll take the plus three points. Philadelphia Eagles. And number six, I got the Seattle Seahawks in the game they need to win. And I'm getting points. I love it. At Jacksonville, who points per play is honestly one of the best teams in the league. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's a very special defensive back. And if he wasn't playing in Jacksonville, we'd all have his jersey because he's really good. But I'll take Russ Wilson over Blake Bortles any day of the week. I'll do it on Mars, especially in a game that Seattle needs. Jacksonville can lose this game, probably still get in. Seattle has no such luck in the same division as the Rams. We're taking the Seattle Seahawks, plus three. Boom! Thank you, Obi Trice. You! All right. Not uh, too many Jags jerseys walking around, eh? Bortles, man. Bortles. They got a great team, but I don't trust Blake Bortles to win an important game. Uh, by the way, the Madden cam is amazing. We're watching the game the other night. Quality. And, there's, and I'm like, watch. He missed the open guy. I wish that you could see it. If you, know, if you take your eye off the ball a bit, you're going to see a lot of guys getting open. This is another reason why it was great to go to Orchard Park. Hadn't been live at a football game in a couple years because of these China trips. But, uh, yeah, if you take your eye off the ball at the game, you can watch anything you want. Gronk was open all day. Tom just started hitting him a bit later. Uh, and you can see that stuff when you're at the game. So, anyway, keep in mind, live, fo- live NFL football is far from amazing. Uh, but the Madden cam... Man, broadcasting in the NFL right now is amazing. You'll say, man, I wish you could see that replay to show you what the quarterback saw, to show you that he just missed the guy wide open or didn't see him. Uh, like Travis Kelsey last week, he was wide open. Alex Smith just didn't want to throw it because he can't farve and throw. Uh, but the Madden cam is a beautiful part of watching football right now. Everyone's worried about the NFL ratings. You're all idiots. No one has cable anymore, okay? Out of my friends, all of them used to have cable with no debate. Now I'd say it's about half without even asking them. Um, Mike, you still got cable, but let's be honest here. You still have a phone at your house. I got, uh, I got a thousand channels on Rogers. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, voice of God. So I say I have the Lord back in the house. Host, wine, forgiveness, uh, pews. Here at Pew B uh, at our Wallace studio in Toronto, Ontario, Here's our fantasy tidbits with uh, the voice of God, Brent Waits. Will you teach me to football? Couple tidbits coming in hot. No tidbits. A lot of, lot of juicy meat. Can we call them Timbits? You know? Timbits, Canadian no, show. No, no. it sounds minuscule. and No, I don't like it. That's the middle part. I don't of like a, it. It's the middle part of a donut for all of our international friends. Is the fantasy meat. All right. Fantasy, if you're paying attention right now, congratulations, because you're in the playoffs. Playoffs? I'm, I'm not. No. Jeff's not. Um, <laughs> but I am. And lots of you guys are out there because I know you've been listening all year and making smart decisions. We appreciate the mail we've been getting. We get a lot of mail about the fantasy. Uh, and that's, that's voice of God giving you uh, those Saints running backs before everyone else did when Adrian Peterson left. Anyway, cheers, bud. So, yes, as mentioned, week 14 is the start of playoffs in most leagues. So the majority of you, if you're in the playoffs, are playing. So maybe the top two picks might get a bye. But... Um, you need to be looking out, filling in the gaps. You might have Gronk, he's out. You might have Juju, he's out. Zach Ertz is, you know, has, uh, may or may not be playing, we don't know. So a couple options uh, that you should look at. And even if you don't even need these, if you've got an empty spot on your bench, steal them from your opponents. Bill Belichick, Sun Tzu, Art of War. We, you know, know your opponent, who nice, you're playing. Great reference. Yeah. So running backs to take a look at. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Peyton Barber. Everyone thought Jaquiz Rogers was going to be the guy. Peyton Barber went over 100 yards and a TD. Seattle Seahawks, Mr. Mike Davis. Uh, they seem to have finally found their running game um, in that uh, conveyor belt of different guys they've had all year. Mike Davis, if he's available, definitely grab him. And uh, as mentioned, Joe Mixon was left the game with uh, concussion. So Gio Bernard, Gio Bernard sorry, 
Um, got all the snaps. He can catch. He can run. Three down guy. Take a look. Giovanni. What a football name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Quarterback options. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. He may not have got a TD pass, but he looked great, made some key passes um, to a very below-average receiving core and O-line and below-average everything that is their 49ers. The night, give, take it easy on the Niners, all right? They're pretty good. Everyone's going pretty crazy about this field goal win over the mighty Chicago Bears, but he, go on. He marched him down the field. Soldier Field is tough to play in. That's just, they, it's it's they, bad grass. Yeah, <laughs> I don't bad think grass. the crowd's too scary. And the Bears have been uh, stingy in their own building all year. Um, but another quarterback option it's true. that, uh, as much as it pains me to say, one of Weird Mike's boys, Mr. Blake Bortles, has been a great option. The last five of six weeks has scored over 15 fantasy points, and in back-to-back weeks, he's actually had over 20. So, yeah, it's weird. It might be a sign of the apocalypse, but uh, Blake Bortles might be able to get the job done for you. I don't know. Bortles is like a, it's like a loose girlfriend, you know, like... If you started dating her, she was a bit loose before, and you go on four consecutive dates and she didn't rub up on anyone, and you're like, ah, oh, maybe she's changed. That, you shouldn't have to watch her that. Like desperate that. times <laughs> call for desperate measures. I'm not, I'm not saying draft him. All right. I don't um, trust him, but I don't trust her. Moving to the tight end position. Uh, Mr. Cameron Braid on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had a couple of rough weeks. A lot of people dropped him in uh, a lot of leagues. As Jameis was out, Jameis and, Jameis and him have a great rapport. Cameron Bray, take a look. Um, and the Arizona Cardinals, Ricky Seals-Jones. What a funny name He's that is. He's from Seals, Texas. Is he? Yeah, the same place as uh, uh, Dickerson, Eric Dickerson. Oh, He's wow. Dickerson's like, cousin nephew or something. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. All right. I didn't know those bloodlines. But Ricky Seals-Jones, he's uh, had some great fantasy weeks. So if you're desperate, if you don't have a Gronk this week, grab him. Um, another key part of fantasy football playoffs is the defensive matchup. So I'm going to give you three juicy ones. Grab them in any league. I don't care. I have the Seahawks. I've got some great D's, but they don't have a great matchup this week. So take a look. Cincinnati is going to be playing the Bears. The Jets are going to be playing Denver. Denver is atrocious there, and you know they have gone off a cliff. They they don't know what's going on. The Dolphins smoked them. They're a mess. Jets D is great as well. The Packers will be playing the Browns. There's three juicy options. And I, if the Browns are smelling a victory, it's got to be over this rookie quarterback, right? I, I look, I like the Packers this week. I, I didn't take them in my, in my picks, but it's probably a healthy pick. It just smells like one of those weird trap games. Green Bay, you almost expected them to win because they need the win so bad. But are they really, position by position, that much better of a team than Cleveland without Aaron Rodgers? Probably. <laughs> Packers D has been getting a lot healthier as of late. They're, uh, they're, they're probably my goal pick of the week. It's the Browns, baby. I know. It's just two rookie quarterbacks. Packers, Jets, Cincy. And that's fantasy news that matters. There you go. Voice of God has been picking pretty well, even though he's in pick games. So, hey, he liked the Vikings every time I, don't pick, every time I pick against him. That's going to cost you in the playoffs, Voice of God, but that's okay. You know, now that it's playoff season in fantasy, you know, I'll lend an ear to it. I'm going to rock some daily this week. I might rock uh, Seals Jones there. Eric Dickerson's a funny dude. Yeah. He comes on the herd. I know we, lend, we listen to that every once in a while. Dickerson's great. He tells it like it is. By the way, if anyone hates Jeff Fisher more than you, voice of God, uh, it's Eric Dickerson. Yes. He literally, he just like put Fisher on blast in the media last year. It's the worst coach ever. How is he the coach of the team? He listed his stats, which are awful. By the way, so he threw Fisher under the bus uh, on some media tour, and now anyway. he's made a living of it. Now yep. he's bouncing around. Now he's a talking head. Remember, if you wake up and you're the Jeff Fisher version of yourself, go back to bed, folks. <laughs> okay, one more thing. Um, look, there's 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 uh, there's a lot of beautiful marriages in in football. Okay, and I've noticed a trend. Okay, Pete Carroll, Russ Wilson, they're perfect for each other. And I'm like, why is that? You know what? Why, why is this so perfect? Pete's a defensive coach, okay? And you know what defensive coaches understand? That nothing ever goes according to plan. And they like having a quarterback that when shit hits the fan can get you an extra three seconds, four seconds. Russell Wilson was playing a video game on Sunday night, running, sometimes back 20 yards on a bootleg. See, you say it with a smile on your face, but I say it with concern. Sure, he was doing all that. But that should only be happening once or twice a game. 
yeah. not once or twice a drive. Right. And here's what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. There's should be, and that's all happened. That's before the game. When the game hits, yeah, you know what? We fucked up preparation a little bit. You know, we, we farmed up some other things. When shit hits the farm, okay, you need a farm. And I don't even mean that as an F-bomb. Favre drove his offensive coaches crazy because he would just, you know what? The play was a slant. It's not there. He was supposed to throw the check down, but he wiggles around. He shakes his boot loose, and he underhands it 20 yards down the field for the touchdown because sometimes in NFL football, you need a little magic. Ben Roethlisberger paired with a defensive coach, Mike Tomlin, because he can get you extra time because he's a brick shithouse who doesn't go down. Hold on, hold on. And where you got offensive coaches paired with quarterbacks that are machines that don't necessarily get those extra seconds, maybe a little shifting here and there. Sean Payton, offensive coach, paired with Drew Brees. They're a machine. Okay? Uh, Goff with McVay. Goff's not Carson Wentz. He's not necessarily running for those first downs, but they are an offensive machine. Okay? Kyle Shanahan. Uh, with Matt Ryan and Garoppolo, much more of a good pairing. When Washington, all those years ago, drafted RG3, you had an offensive quarter, you know, a quarterback that was basically born to either be in a system that's that spread or run and make stuff up as he goes along. And they grew up with Elway, and they want, you know, they wanted a machine. Defensive coaches don't like to be beat by another defensive coach, and the one the way that they can avoid that is by having a quarterback who could do that little bit extra. And offensive coaches want control. So they want a immobile quarterback, picture like a smarter Drew Bledsoe, or who can will just follow their machine, which is their playbook, which is why they got the job. They don't want to go down like that. Defensive coaches don't want to rely on their offensive coaches' playbook. They'd rather have a superstar who can make it happen for himself. This is why Russ and Pete are perfect for each other. All right, boys, God, before church ends, send it back to you with news that doesn't matter. Squeezing it in here, a little bit of news, it doesn't matter. As we mentioned, uh, all the boys were down in Buffalo this past weekend, and we saw a lot of things. We saw some people jumping off off RVs on, through tables. We saw some guys get covered in mustard and ketchup, the annual tradition that is uh, essentially mustard and ketchup bukkake all over this local <laughs> legend that hasn't missed a game in 30 years. They used If you haven't seen the Bills Mafia documentary, check it out. It's the Barstool documentary. Really love it. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Barstool boys. Big Cat and PFT commentator. We saw them down yeah. there. Said what's up. Absolute beauties. They've been on a whirlwind tour across this America. But for all the things we did see, there's one thing that we didn't see. And that is, uh, is a new annual tradition in Buffalo when the Patriots come to town. <laughs> and for the second time in two years and as many games, a dildo was thrown onto the field at the Ralph. During play. Yep. Not, not during halftime or anything. It almost got trampled on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, last year's version was like a really noticeable oversized one. This one was like... I swear it was camouflaged with the turf. Yeah. So there's a lot of videos online where they actually don't notice it's there for quite some time. And then uh, the sticks, you know, the 10-yard markers, the, uh, one of the refs comes over and just, like pokes it because no one wants to touch that. And they just kind of shoo it off to the sidelines. But I would have I died if I saw that live. But uh, oh, There's some Bills, like, like field staff who just like, he's like 90 years old. He picks it up, just confused, looks at his buddy. He's like, that's two. <laughs> By the way, there was a dude in my section. We were in the upper bowl. Okay, I'm like five rows up. There's five rows behind me. There's some guy dressed as Matt Patricia with like the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. Okay, he didn't even really look the part. He had the fake beard. Keep in mind, he's in the upper bowl. Okay, yeah, you can only do that with prime time. That's what seats. I was gonna say. You gotta have good seats, or you're just an idiot. You're not getting on camera. You spend a hundred dollars on. You know, the outfit. Yeah, he wasn't like a 13-year-old kid where it's kind of cute. This guy was like 36 and out of work. You know, so people just threw shit at him. Yeah. Anyway. The opposing team's barn. Yeah, if you're going to dress up as the, as the coach of the other team, a get primetime seats. Weird Mike's weird rule. Do, do it at home. <laughs> yeah, do it at home. Go farve yourself, Pats fans. But, uh, yeah, I'd come watch the Magic Show, too. That's been our week. Thanks for joining us. And look who's talking. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. And we are going... Wow, we're getting warmed up for the playoffs. We are so fired up. Where, what else would you rather be doing than watching some of the best athletes in the world? Be the current gladiators of the world. Hope it's not as vile as last night because that was a little scary. Mm-hmm. Watch those headshots unless you're a hooker at Hooker Arby's. On behalf of Weird Mike, 
the Lord, Brent Waits. I'm Brent, I'm, a, I'm Jeff Hewlett, and produced by Mr. Huck Media himself, Musty Huckerson. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Rock the mic.